0: Trail 14. Should knowing God affect my finances? 2 Corinthians 9, 6-10. through 10. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a seed will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will Always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others, as the scriptures say. They share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, He will provide and increase your resources, and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Matthew six twenty-five through thirty-three. One of the surest ways to find out what matters to you most is to look at your bank statement. We invest our money in things that matter to us, don't we? This is why we feed our kids and put shoes on our feed because our children matter deeply to us. This is why we pay for internet and cable TV. We want to be entertained. This is why we purchase TVs, cars, boats, make investments, and so much more because each of those things matters to us in one way or another. When I found my way back home to God, I found something that mattered more to me than anything else in this world, a relationship with Christ. Finding my way back home to Him has been and continues to be the most significant and important thing in my life. In the Old Testament, there's a concept called tithing. It means giving 10% of your income to God. I know a lot of people who have been Christians for a long time who seem to think that's a lot of money. But when I became a Christ follower, I was surprised that it was so little. God only wants 10% and he lets me use 90%. I wanted to give everything. As we talk about our finances, percentages, giving, and generosity, I feel as though I need to say that I do not believe God to be a hard liner as far as what percentage of our income we give. Now, this is not a concept that is new with me, that God is not a legalist about how much we give. But I must warn you, what I mean by God not being a hardliner is very different than what most people mean by it. See, most people say something like, God doesn't care how much you give, just the heart you give it with as an excuse to give less to God. They will make their grand statement about how God views giving and then proceed to leave less in the offering plate than they left as a tip for the waiter the night before. No, I'm kind of the opposite of those folks. You see, I say I don't believe God is illegalistic about percentages and amounts because I don't want a percentage or amount to limit what I'm willing to give to God. I personally think 10% is a great place to start on a journey of generosity. My wife and I, as of writing this devotional, are giving 15% of our income to the kingdom of God. I don't share a percentage to try to show off or to hold ourselves up as something special. Instead, I'm sharing our personal details because honestly, the way we view our money is that it's 100% of our income is totally God's. And we choose to give a percentage back to Him. He generously allows us to use a portion for ourselves. My money is all his, and we give as we feel led, oftentimes above the 15% mark. Here's how Jenny and I personally structure our giving. We always start with tithing 10%, which we take off the top before any bills, groceries, or expenses are paid. Our 10% tithe goes straight to our local church. After our tithe, we add an additional 5% to give as an offering to God above and beyond our tithe to other ministry initiatives, sponsor a child in another country, help a Christian radio station, give to a missionary, buy food for a family, or some other God-type endeavor. The other 85% we use for our bills and our expenses, but we do not stop there. We have on occasion felt compelled by God's spirit to give out of the 85%. We never even hesitate anymore. When God calls us to give out of what he has given to us, We don't worry about it because He is the provider, not us. I have found in my own life that I simply cannot outgive God. Whatever I give to Him, He finds a way to bless me back, not always materially, beyond what I could have asked. How does the way Jenny and I do our finances strike you? For some, it might come off weird. For others, inspiring, and still others, it might get your heart beating because you aren't sure you could ever do something like that. You're asking yourself, what would happen at the end when we run out of our money? I think somewhere along the line, people got confused about where their money comes from. Somehow they began to think that their money was actually their money and it was theirs alone. They missed the biblical principle of stewardship. See, stewardship is the idea that God takes some of his resources and gives them to you his steward, to invest in various ventures. He invites you to invest in this kingdom initiative and that kingdom endeavor. But the best part is, as his steward, he lets you skim some of his resource off the top for your own needs, to provide for your family, needs, and wants. Stewardship is a complete shift in understanding of what you have and where it comes from. Until you understand the biblical principle of stewardship, you will always hold your cash tightly because you believe that you are the one who produced it. You'll say things like, I worked hard for it, so I'm going to hardly ever let go of it. A steward realizes that, yes, I may have worked hard, but it wasn't mine from the beginning. And the one who gave it to me has vaults full of this stuff. He can always give me more. Learning you are a steward forces you to place your trust in the one who gives the money instead of the money itself. Jesus says in Matthew 6:24 that you can't serve both God and money. And it's because you can't claim to trust God and then live in a way that only trusts your own ability to provide through your financial resources. I heard a pastor at one time tell a story about giving his children some French fries when they were at a fast food restaurant. He then asked them to give back a French fry. He said, my kids had a choice at that moment, whether to give me the fry or not to. I knew that they were my fries. I paid for them. I gave them, but I wanted them to choose to give to me because they wanted to be generous. I didn't even need the fries. I could have bought a thousand dollars worth of fries, but my kids would never learn to be generous without the opportunity to give. In the same way, I believe God wants us to learn to be generous givers. As Paul says, planting generously so we can have a generous crop. For me and my family, we have decided that God matters and being generous matters. I could show you our bank statement if you don't believe me, but I'm guessing you do. What about you? What is the story your bank statement tells?